Good morning. It's Saturday, but not a typical Saturday morning hustle. Today, we are going to commemorate and have a conversation about the 20th anniversary of the September 11th terrorist attacks in New York, Washington, and Pennsylvania. So we're going to have conversations today about community, about learning lessons that history has taught us, us unfortunately and very painfully, and how we can all move forward in better ways as human beings first, as citizens, as neighbors, and how we connect with other people. We share the commonality, whether it's a positive or a negative effect, and how we can all benefit from that moving ourselves forward in better ways as human beings before we can start talking about personal growth, personal success, and personal goals and objectives. So today will be a different but hopefully beneficial to you conversation on the Saturday Morning Hustle. Today, it's not all about outworking the competition while they still sleep. It's about how we are all more common, more in common with each other than we have differences. So that's the conversation today. I appreciate you guys tuning in every Saturday on the Saturday Morning Hustle, but this Saturday in particular is a very special one. Of course, every year on 9-11 is a great time for reflection both personally, professionally, and again, as a human being and your role in all of the things that happen in society, whether it's here in the United States or, or around the world, how we're all interconnected. But the 23th anniversary is definitely a time to take a pause and understand as much as no one wanted that event or those events on that day to happen. We obviously don't want them to happen again, ever again. That's why we remember. That's why we commemorate. It is not def- absolutely not a celebration of 9-11, but it is a, is a memorization. It is a commemorization. It is a reminder to learn our lessons from our history thus we don't repeat those same mistakes. So that is part of the conversation today as well. And then how we connect, how we can all move forward from this in better ways as better human beings and a better society so that those things don't happen again, so that terrorist attacks, so that killing innocent victims, so that having to do things that outrageous, that unacceptable, it never needs to be on anyone's mind moving forward in the future. But I'm talking to you right here on the podcast and on the video and on social media. And I'm assuming none of you are anyone who would ever consider doing such a thing, but we've all been affected by the September 11th attacks that happened for sure, 2001, Washington, New York, and Pennsylvania. And myself, being from Oklahoma City, the events of 1995, the Murrow Building bombing in 1995 here in Oklahoma City, a terrorist attack that happened on American soil by an American. These are two common events that happened that the normal citizen, the normal human being, anyone listening to this podcast right now would say, how can another human being make a plan to do such a thing to hurt so many people that they've never known, that they've never been aggrieved by, that they have no actual connection or relationship with. They definitely have not been the victim of in any way. How can innocent people be sacrificed for a political cause or for a some other pursuit that is considered to be a higher thought? And of course, again, none of us in this audience can relate to that in any logical way. But what we can do 
is understand that negative events will happen and tragedy will happen to all of us, whether it's losing a single individual, someone who's important in your family, your friends, etc., your scope, or losing large amounts of people in something as senseless as a terrorist act or something that is uncontrollable, unavoidable, such as uh, a weather event or something else that is also tragic and infecting a great number of people. But what we can focus on is the commonality, the humanity, and of course, the reflection, taking the time to reflect on lessons learned, on the value that those human beings that are no longer with us brought to our lives, to our society to our situations before they were taken from us, whether tragically or otherwise, and ultimately understand all life ends. And the key is how you live your life, what you give, what you give back in that process is the important aspect to focus on, not on the ugliness of how some people's lives are ended because other people are so misguided in their thought process. We never will find that acceptable. It's never something that polite society would ever think is the correct action to take. So that's our first point of commonality. We all agree that terrorist attacks, killing killing of innocent victims for whatever reason is unacceptable. It's an easy starting place. But of course, down the spectrum, You get into differences of opinions, politics, all kinds of ways that people find to disagree with each other or to feel like what their perspective is is some sort of superior perspective. Now, occasionally it is because, again, someone could claim it's okay to kill innocent victims. It's okay to subject uh, people who are maybe considered a lower class or considered lesser of a human being. Those are ideas that, again, collectively we all reject and are unwilling to accept. But as you get further down the spectrum of opinions and differences, it's where it becomes start to become a little bit gray and becomes very gray and becomes a very questionable matter. The, the answer, though, to this situation is not in t- rejecting conversation, even – conversation that's adversarial, but embracing it, looking for the attempts to have conversations, especially with people who have difference in opinion, a different philosophy than you do, different backgrounds, different experiences, different perspectives, all those conversations, even if you can, if you walk away from the conversation with no one's perspective being changed from when they walked into the conversation, the act of the conversation itself has value if you are an open-minded, high-minded person who is looking for ways to find collaboration and connection and community with someone, even someone that they greatly disagree with. In fact, probably one of the greatest challenges in the world to an intellectual would be to find the commonality between people that you disagree with vehemently. Think about that. People that you have opposite perspectives of, at the same day, you probably at your core, both ends of that spectrum feel like they're getting to the same place, which is benefiting the people, society as a whole, eliminating things that are negative, promoting things that are positive. And the approach, the philosophy, the actual tactics using a marketing term, are often what are different. 
But the core values of making things better, fixing things in the right way, doing things in the right way are the core values. So find those commonalities, engage in those uncomfortable conversations, even if you understand you're not going to technically win an argument or convince someone to change their thinking in that particular conversation. But like all strong opinions that you hold about anything in the world, you didn't begin with that strong opinion. You began with knowing a very basic idea about a concept. Then you had conversations with people that you trust and that you would respect. Then you had other things in your life, whether it's doing direct research, media exposure, exposure to other people with even different perspectives, reading, viewing things, listening to other people speak, extra, all of the external experiences that led you to gaining insight and crafting opinions and perspectives, no matter what it is, something small, like how to treat people in business, how to relate to people on an interpersonal level through large societal questions. You got to your strongest opinions through the most amount of information, the most amount of input, the most amount of conversation, the most amount of pushback, and your ability to push back on someone else. That back and forth, etc., is how you formed your strongest opinions. Now, the person across the spectrum from you also has formed those strong opinions by what is ever fed into them as they came to it themselves. That's the number one key is understanding you're both coming at it from a lifetime of experience, whether you're two years old or 20 or 50 or 90 or 107. That's commonality number one. Commonality number two, again, like I said earlier, that each of you come to that perspective thinking that you are helping, making things better, or putting things in the right order. And I kind of give the quotes around right because that right will be relative to your argument there still is a huge amount of commonality. And then finally, when it gets down to, is the difference in actual philosophy and big picture thinking, or is the difference in execution, or is the difference actually very small and minute at its core, but every degree you get away from it, much like when you get an angle that's out of square, every inch that you get away from that, every degree you get away from the core value, the further away from square you are, the further apart you are, it exponentially expands. So what seems like you are miles apart in actual philosophy may be just a matter of execution. It may be a matter of measurement. It may be that you have just gotten so far out of square and aren't explaining it to each other, aren't listening to each other, and aren't being open-minded and willing to have those hard conversations. All that adds up to the idea that two ends of a spectrum can't possibly meet in the middle. They're too far apart. They're too different. There's no way that you're ever going to find commonality when the, when the actual fact is you're very close to finding commonality if you could both just continue to move towards each other. So hard conversations, perspective of other people's opinions because of how they were formed, the perspective on how you perform, have formed your opinions, your perspectives, how you put all of these things together and then how you express yourself, how well you explain to others, your open-mindedness and keeping the, the process going, the ability and, a, ability and willingness 
to have hard, uncomfortable conversations, not to win the conversation, not to win the argument, not to change someone's mind, but to simply put those perspectives in front of people, receive from other people, and find the commonality. You're not going to change people's minds in hard-set theories and perspectives, but you can give them some insight into what the opposition is bringing to the conversation and expand their thought process. At the same time, you can expand your thought process. If you're able to do something like that in a hard conversation, some big thing that you're not supposed to talk about, like politics, religion, or other societal issues that they tell us to not discuss in polite conversation, but if you're willing to put yourself there, put your morals, values, and perspectives on the table, allow them to be challenged, not in a harmful, not in a destructive, not in an aggressive way, simply putting yourself out there, explaining where you're coming from, your perspective, listening to other people, allowing them to be as correct as they can be, finding that commonality, and focusing not on changing people's minds, not on being right, not on winning an argument, but finding commonality, finding the center place that you can all agree upon. And then as you move from there, hopefully, neither one of you gets so far away from where you're common to a place where you are becoming violent, where you are becoming unregarding of humans and other innocent life. So that seems like a big idea and a big picture. And it really is. This is all very conceptual. And again, I don't expect many people in this audience to be in a situation where they're having to argue freedom and innocence and things of this nature versus someone who is willing to commit a terrorist act. But we know that those are that that perspective is out there. We know that our in any situation, in any conversation, in any idea, there are people who have extremes of that idea. And then there are a great number of people, what we would call in the middle or in the common areas, who agree most of the time and have slight, slightest difference of agree, disagreement, sometimes again in execution or tactics, etc., but come nowhere near the extremes. So the more that we could focus on how we are common and staying in that common area, rejecting the extremes and bringing, pulling people who might float out that direction in the wrong direction, in the extreme direction, back towards commonality we can create a better perspective, a safer place, a willingness to allow people to have disagreements, to have differences of opinion, to simply don't allow them to let that warp their thought process of what it all means to be human, to be a citizen, to be a member of society, because that's where people do things that the rest of us can't fathom, those actions and the idea of logic behind it. We would call we would not call it logical. They found some logic in it because they didn't have enough conversation of commonality. Conversation of commonality is the key. Putting yourself in uncomfortable positions in order to challenge yourself and challenge the person across the spectrum from you to do the same is how we create better situations moving ourselves forward. Not having conversations to win arguments or to be right, or to be proven correct, or even proven a superior thinker, or better logic, or just smarter, 
but engaging in conversation because you want the engagement. You're looking for the commonality. You're looking for the communication between you and the other person or persons or however many other people are in that conversation. If that's the key, if that's the goal, if that's the focus of our communication, of our interactions, of our willingness to allow people to have opinions different than us as long as they are not extreme, and again, very extreme, it's okay to know people who have differences, who embrace those differences, who also embrace the commonality. Not having conversations in order to subject other people to your opinion and to, for lack of a better term, win the argument. So these are the things that are heavy on my mind today on the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks. I did not want to do a normal Saturday morning hustle today, but it is Saturday. I am in the office. And it's hard to talk about and think about personal success, personal growth, things that we're doing in the limited perspective of our lives and our local community and our business communities and our careers that we're trying to develop. And here on social media, even though social media is a worldwide phenomenon, we still know that people are connected to us on social media platforms. The people listening to these podcasts, watching videos on the same platforms have some commonality. We already know that. But the ability and the willingness to reach out to other people and to commemorate and to learn from and to memorialize when things happen so tragically that the whole world stops and pays attention to it. So we hope that September 11th style attacks never happen again anywhere in the world. But they have happened. We must learn the lessons from them. We must move forward. We must move forward in better ways. We must be better communicators to be better citizens. Better citizens are better better members of society, and ultimately we make the world a better place. It's a big idea that starts at home, small steps of just trying to understand people, be willing to take in different perspectives, again, have those hard conversations, put yourself out there, challenge yourself, and other people might do the same. That happens. We'll find more commonality, less division, less diversion, much much less tragic, violent, and senseless acts if we can all find commonality. That's the conversation today on the Saturday Morning Hustle. Appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. Absolutely appreciate you tuning in this week. It was a heavy topic. We probably won't be this heavy next week, but I didn't want this anniversary date to go by without having this uncomfortable conversation. I hope that you found some value from this. If you did, please leave me a message on however you find the, the, plot, the podcast, if you're watching the video, on social media. Just let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you're thinking about today on September 11th. Let me know what you think about from 1995 if you're one of my Oklahoma City homies. And the lessons that we can all learn from tragic events from people who take their values to the extreme. I'll see you next week.